Hello, hello, and how are you? So you're all very welcome to the latest episode of the Jimmy Jets podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining in in the last number of weeks. This is my seventh episode, unbelievably. Time is absolutely flying, and you're listening in in huge numbers, and I thank you all very much for that. Keep sharing and pressing the bell for notifications. Every Monday, I'll be dropping another podcast at 1 p.m. Huge response last week to my interview with the Digger Dad all the way down in Australia. If you want to listen back to any of the podcasts, and you can do so, just search up the Jimmy Jess podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Music, Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find the Jimmy Jess podcast. So keep listening, and thanks a million. This week, I'm going to go for something completely different again. Have a listen to these guys or girls. been your ears are not deceiving you they are the sounds of chickens or hens and there's a guy over there in Terman Feckin in the county loud and he does wonderful stuff with hens he's known online on tiktok as Feckin fresh eggs his real name is brendan fanning and he's on the line at the minute brendan how are you doing this morning jimmy good man first to crack as we say in chicken land Ah, the first pun of the day. <laughs> yeah, get, get straight I in there. I should have a drum for that. Straight in with the pun. What's the crack? Is right? yeah. The crack is good over here in Longford. How is it all doing over there in the county loud? After luck, Thurman Fecken, we have rain, hailstones, tornadoes, everything, the whole lot as well. Get it all yeah. over there. Get it if, all, if get were, the whole lot. If you were a tour guide for, for Thurman Fecken, Renan, Give it your best now. Promote it to the world there. Tell us what you got in Dermot Feckin. Well, number one, like the rest of Ireland, bring an umbrella. No, Dermot Feckin's a it's a nice wee parish. Um, there's lots going on. It's close to obviously Balfray, Sea Point, two lovely golf courses. Um, then you can go down to Clotterhead. I won't won't say too much about that. It's a good rivalry there between Dermot Feckin and Clotterhead. Um, but no, overall a nice friendly friendly village, friendly environment. Um, it, it, yeah. it's a- it's a village, is it, or a town, or what? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a village, just about five kilometres, maybe, maybe probably eight kilometres outside Drogheda. So, no, it's only a small little village, so everyone knows everyone and a bit of crack. So We usually we usually size a, a town or a village by the number of pubs. At least we used to size it. Uh, how many pubs would you have known? In <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's never enough. There's, 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 two, there's two local pubs between Termfack and the Balfray. One's the Waterside, or we know it as Flynn's, and then we have the 19th in the Balfray. Which is obviously well, not obviously. You don't know that, but it's beside Balfrey Golf Course, so technically the nineteenth hole. So people go in for drinks after the round or golf or whatever. So yeah, look, it's all would small one, enough would, area. Would one be the GA pub and the other be for the more uh, the elite of the uh, parish? No. Ah, uh, so look, we 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 get barred out of one one year and then we go to the next and then it's a repeat performance. <laughs> so we we just go at it that way. <laughs> we move around. We well, move around. Interesting here, Brendan. We at one stage we had over twelve pubs. Even when I was growing up back in the in the nineties, we had about twelve pubs. Now we four. Would that have been the case with yourselves? Would that would places have closed down in recent years? No, not really. We just always had the two pubs here, so we're actually lucky enough. Like we still have them. Now local areas like the Lear and that, they took could be five or six pubs in a small little village like that. So, so, so no, we've just just the two. So you're saying the guys in Dunlear are heavy drinkers? Is that what you Oh, they're oh, full geek for the drink. Yeah, little little. <laughs> I know Clower Heads is bad, I suppose. There's plenty of pubs down there, too. So, look, I work you, better, you better be very careful what you're saying. I know, yeah. No, I, I do. I'm in trouble already, so I am. Uh, yeah. 
But but I suppose the name, even Turban Falcon, there's a sort of a comedic name, isn't it, with the, with the Falcon? And you you've used that well in in your um, your yeah. Well, that's I suppose why I kind of was thinking of a name for my little egg egg hobby business, as I call it. So um, yeah, I come up with the idea, Falcon Fresh Eggs, and kind of went with it. Um, even though I have obviously there's a lot of a worldwide following now, and ninety percent of people call it Fetchin Fresh Eggs because I've spelled it F E C H I N. I didn't want to go the bold route and say F-E-C-K-I-N. Yeah. So actually most people pronounce it Fetchin, but it's actually not. It's Fekin after saying Fekin. Uh, and obviously you are from the powers of Termin Fekin here, so that's the reason. But look. Yeah, it's, it's whatever works for whoever is, who's saying well, it. Whatever yeah. works, yeah. Look, most people say it's a great name and look, it is catching, you know. So look, Fekin Fresh Eggs are well known now around here, so it's all a bit of fun. I've been telling a few people over the last while, you know, and even my kids, who are you interviewing this week, Daddy? I'm interviewing a guy in my dorm, he's feckin' fresh eggs. He can't say that, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Feckin' fresh eggs, that's what he is from Carmen Beckin, you know? Yeah, well, that's me. <laughs> Good stuff. Give us a bit about yourself, Brendan. You're, you're, you're a carpenter, I believe. Yeah, I'm a carpenter, carpenter 20, 22 years now, so I'm working with a, a local building contractor with him, so we just basically go around extensions and private houses so it's all kind of go with that at the moment always has been uh, very busy in the construction so actually the hub the hens are just a hobby i'm up yeah. in the morning with the chickens and then obviously straight after work with the hens as well because like there's a lot of eggs and there's a lot of actual work involved with the chickens as well so the carpentry brendan are you roofing are you second fixing what are you uh, it's, it's more, we do absolutely everything, we, so I could be driving a digger one day, I could be doing a roof, I could be insulating the house, I could be doing all sorts of ground works right through up to be finishing the house, could be doing a bit of tiling someday, so basically it's yeah. an all round mix, I'm a qualified carpenter by trade, but um, doing the whole lot now, so at this stage, plenty of experience. So. The, the regulations have changed over the last number of years since you started, it's much more um, ah, energy stop, yeah. efficiency and yeah, all that. All energy efficient, efficient, all that, it'll break your heart now, some of them. Some of them so much overkill going on, but uh, there's no need for the half. But look, these rules and regulations, you have to stick by them or you'll be in trouble. So you get the hand clapped. So look, you just stick to the rules and that's it. And who's the boss? Do you want to give a plug to the old business there? Um, just a local contractor. He's Peter Murphy's his name. Um, son's an apprentice with us as well, Will. So his father, I would have served my time a little bit as well with him, Damien. And his father would have been. So it's four generations of kind of carpenters, builders coming through. And I've kind of joined the team there for the last, whatever, 22 years. So look. Great fun. You're flat to the mat, I imagine. I was, say that again. You're flat to the mat. Oh, yeah, flat to the mat is right. Literally having a second between the hens and work and then my daughter Hazel and then trying to get to the gym and play a bit of football or whatever or a bit of golf, you know, it, it's all go. It's all go. But look, all, all fun, you know. Are you living across the, the, the football pitch there in Hammerfeck? Yeah, I live directly across in, in Feckin's GA ground in, in a place called Bewley. Bewley, Bewley Cross there. So it's just between Hammerfeckin and Drawda. So. Yeah, it's literally across the road. Would have played football with the Feckins all my life, so plenty of good and memories how, there. How, how are the Feckins going this weather? Ah, we won't say too much. Be up and down like a yo-yo, you know. So look, it's like the rest of the clubs right, in the world. Look again. Hopefully, we'll have a good year this year and see how it goes. Is it a senior club or? Are you... Um, yeah, for senior. Yeah, there's a few senior championships there as well. My dad would have played on in that in '83 and '84, so that's what we kind of live off. Them two senior yeah. championships. So you, you're due another one. Oh, do another one soon. Unfortunately, I didn't get you to get the. Are you still playing? Are you still playing? I'm done. I done the old, the old uh, thing of going back to play a bit of junior football. 
I got all the old, old boys blue because I'm now I was 39 and I went back and the first training session I tore my bicep in half. So if anyone anyone asks you to go back and play junior football when you're over 37, don't go back because it's just not worth it. Brendan, I can I can sing the same song because I went back playing hurling when I was 37 and I ruptured the Achilles tendon. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. So you can imagine you... last week and they were asking me to play at 51. I said, "Will you go away?" Ah, uh, no, no, no would you stop? So you can imagine uh, imagine me at like, two jobs and a two-year-old child and the, the arm hanging off me is like oh my god yeah. for fuck's sake yeah. anyway you live and learn there's nobody going to come in and, and pay your wages when you're sitting at home no definitely not well look at least peggy can peggy can lay the eggs so look i get yeah, the few, yeah, we get yeah. a few quid in you know we'll go in and kind of squeeze our head and just be nice for once you get a few eggs out so that's a handy one <laughs> i can, I can pack. Do, do that with one hand go, let, let's go and talk about these 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 hens or girls or chickens or whatever where did it all start for your brethren with the, with the chicken? Oh, oh, be God. Uh, oh, God. Well, I suppose, for, number one, I've always, I suppose, had a fascination, a fascination with birds, I'd say. Well, the feathered ones now. Um, and then, I suppose, it all goes back to me, roots with me, me nana up in a place called Banktown. She always had hens, and I literally, I spent every every hour I could get in the summer, I used to just run up to nana. She used to live about a kilometre away, and up and she'd have hens scattered everywhere. So I kind of spent my childhood rooting around, looking for bushes, looking in bushes and up trees and whatnot for these eggs, and she'd be helping me. But look, I just loved it. Loads of roosters going around, and they'd be running after you and freaking trying to cut the head of you, and you'd be ducking and diving. So it was great crack with them. I suppose that's where my real love came from, my nana, and she had all the hens, you know. So lots of good memories yeah. of my younger days with the hens, and it'd be me, my main memory with the hens. And, and, with me nana so I'm presuming that's where it's all coming from yeah, I, I, I remember we had hens at home as well uh, only a few like running around and, uh, you know they used to chase us I, I used to have a fear of them you know they, they did not chase you <laughs> no, no they would they don't, they, the roosters, some roosters can be very aggressive now and you will and some of them have big spurs on and you can't actually scrape you and you don't let them near your head now like you will see some videos yeah. like you will get aggressive but you're supposed to actually stand your ground and not show any fear and, and, and hope you back off some of them will some of them won't so you can either take a bit of a beating or not but um that was, that was Lana, there's roosters everywhere so like, that's just the way it was like back in the old days lot majority of houses say in the country now would have had hens you know so even remember you'd eggs and then you'd, you'd kill a chicken every the egg, then and whatever the eggs and the whole lot for i think that stage just 40 years ago whatever nana would have had a toilet outside so i remember i went in at the edge of dark one one evening no light on and went to go to the toilet and there wasn't there a hen sitting roosting on the toilet for fuck's sake yoke he hit me in the head well i never i jumped about 10 foot off the ground so look lots of stories like that and then you could be in another time be one roosting above your head and then a lump of shite like lands beside you and you're what where am i and anyway, <laughs> that was the way it was back then. But you were in an outside toilet, so it was a good place to shit yourself. Wasn't it? Oh, it was without a day. No, look, I, I wasn't long. I wasn't long with learning how to use a pole. So look, you'll put it like that. I wasn't going into that thread again, anyway. But look, still good, 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 good fun memories. I suppose that's where I came across uh, me chicken love and that, and just love being out with them and whatever. With Nana helping me get the eggs and etc. Uh, and for yourself, when did you start getting your own uh, chicken? Oh God, I would have got my own. I was living in a place in Drada, in uh, Fountain Hill, with a mate called Robbie Keane, not the footballer. Um, <laughs> and I, and I arrived home randomly. I was just renting a room off him, and I arrived home randomly with two hens. That's about that's about six years ago. Me, no, it's a little longer, two hens, and he was looking at me, because it's in the middle of a town and a state, and I have two hens sitting in a dog kennel out the back. So that kind of does yeah. sow the seed for the build-up of feckin' fresh eggs down the line. Um, we moved out there a, a year or so after and kind of moved to just another place called Bewley and uh, set up my little 
Ficken Farm. It's called Frecken Fresh Eggs. And um, did you bring them two hens with you? The original two hens. Brought the two hens with me, yeah. Um, one peg, one peg, one Peggy, obviously, and the other was Breeda. Breeda isn't with us. Um, so yeah, two. Two hens kind of went to eight hens within a couple few weeks, and eight hens went to 16. And I think 16 hens went to 52, 52 hens, and they to get a big garden fed for them. And I decided that COVID kind of kicked in then, and it was off work for a few weeks. And then I decided to set up a little honesty box at the gate just to see how the eggs go. But sure, within a second few hours, the eggs were gone. I was cutting out certain posts on Instagram that the eggs were there and they were gone. So lo and behold, 52 hens became 100, then I had three sheds, and then I suppose in the space of two years, I now have about 250 hens. And um, yeah, so, and I have two different Nancy boxes, one Nancy box off my gate where I sell the eggs, and I have another one just in, in, in the town there, about five kilometres away, so can't keep the eggs in the box. People fall from the area, see, see, where, see what the hens, see where they are, basically, you see they're out in the field, you see they're free-ranging, and you basically have a good, honest, free-range egg. And, and the, the Nancy box, the... That's literally you can open the box, take out half a dozen eggs, and yeah. pop, pop your money in. There's no there's no secret code. You have no to no have secret or, code. It's just a little wooden box with a, a nice fancy. I got a local artist um need to draw some fancy pictures on it. So I say for Halloween, I've a picture of a chicken and a witch, and then I have a Christmas post, a chicken dressed in a Christmas outfit. So we just literally change the doors over for the seasons, just to make it kind of kind of cute and look good for. A lot of children come and that, except to come to see it and that, etc. And they love the pictures of the chickens on the box, you know. So, yeah, you open the door, you put your 250 in, you get your six free range eggs and away with you, and away with you. And the money is just there, and nobody ever robs your eggs or robs your money. Don't get me started. No, you'll get me, you'll get me, you'll get me, and like, they were robbing shower. <laughs> there's, there's, there is, it, look, there's no point saying they're not. It's, it's, a sad re- it's a sad reality that a lot of money does be taken from it. And I have been broken into, and I've this and that, and... I just I put a, put a post up there on my Instagram there where four boxes of eggs went missing and someone decided to leave 45 cents and 5 peas. You know, you get that, but what can you do? It's just yeah. it's something something I have to deal with. I could get cameras it's in. Mean and I, I, it's just mean spirit. Like, yeah. I could get cameras in and I could get the, the big fancy boxes that are all electronic and that, but people like me cute, the cute uh, kind of design of the honesty box and it draws people to that, you know. But look, if, if it's still going to be robbed, I'm going to have to change the plan. You know, I can't keep getting getting hit. No, no, no. You know, there was one guy that was coming for a couple of months with a screwdriver and he kept breaking open the actual the money box and taking money every second day he come at a different time. But I did put a, I did put a camera up in it and I got him. So I found out who he was, you know, and he didn't live too far away. But look, this is part and parcel of it. You know, you just have to get on with it, you know. So yeah, the honesty box is, it can be a dishonesty box as well. I don't, don't want to see you up here now the next few days, Jimmy. Now be can't you be counting to see what you put into it? <laughs> I put in a few pounds and give you for Yeah, no, that's two fifty for six. You can't beat that. That see people see people see the the free range sign, but you don't you just see the free and the eggs. You don't see the second. <laughs> oh look, it, it's torture or torture. But look, I I I, 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 I stop letting in. I mean, my father he does be keeping track in the, the other box here now, and he does be odd. Oh, he does be up the walls. He has everything counted down to a T, and this is gone that day, and this. Is gone, but that's him. I just let go over my head now because it was annoying me too much. Yeah. Chickens and hens and roosters for dummies, Brendan. Right? You're you're an expert on the whole process, the whole uh, what is it? I'm trying to uh, where they all come from. Where, right. The process. 
are all your chickens girls? Uh, how do you know the difference? Talk me through the whole evolution of a chicken. Oh, Jesus. Well, I suppose, <laughs> well, the biggest question asked would be, I suppose, uh, what, what, when people have, I always get asked, I do a lot of lives on TikTok and that, and what came first, the chicken or the egg? And I suppose the truth is the egg came first, and it's to do with, I'll try and go into some facts if I can remember them, it's to do with the, the oldest fossil is the dinosaur egg and embryos are about 190 million years old. But they've proven that bird fossils are only around 150 years old, sorry, 150 million years old. So that yeah. means that birds in general would have came after the egg because the eggs were here 40 million years before actual birds. So there you go, folks. The egg came first. That's finished. So that is the answer. That is the answer. You heard it from me. eggs have confirmed. You heard it from me. Came before the chicken. And I'll debate with anyone who ever wants to challenge me. We'll, we will do battle. Wow. But, uh, now, yeah. now you know. No, you'll, you'll know. It's very easy to determine a hen from a rooster as well. So the rooster will be crowing. Like, fuck. How? The rooster will be crowing like fuck every half five in the morning and you break your heart. Um, no, they're all. The rooster, look, they're, all roosters are they're, they're much bigger. They have different combs. There's a whole different size to them, you know. So chickens are. If, 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 if you have 10 eggs, yeah. And you do you do you hatch those eggs? No, I do, I'd have no roosters at, at the minute. Um, so if you've no rooster, it means the eggs aren't fertilized. For you to get a chick, you need a rooster. So the rooster basically has to do his dirty deed with the hen, and if yeah. he does that, that means the egg is fertilized. And if you put that egg after you see the rooster doing his dirty his dirty deed into an incubator for twenty one days, twenty one days exactly, you'll have a, a chick. So a, a lot of people. Because I'm selling eggs and that, a lot of people don't like the idea. It's probably a fact a lot of people don't know that if they have, a, what am I saying here? If you have a rooster and hens, but the rooster's little dirty deed will be inside that egg and the egg will be fertilized. And you can tell if an egg is fertilized if you actually crack it on a plate. You'll see a white dot in the middle of the oak. Probably giving, right. I'm probably giving the people a, a bit of information here. They're eating, they're scrambling their eggs, they're frying them now. Uh, they'll all be looking at their egg. But no, that's, the eggs need, need to be fertilised to get the trick. If there's no rooster around, you won't have any tricks. Are you telling me hens lay eggs whether there's a rooster around or not? Whether there's a rooster or not, they'll always lay eggs. Just need a rooster so that you can fertilise the egg to get the trick. But a hen will lay an egg without, oh. without a rooster. No, you see, this is what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. I didn't know that. No, you're not the I first one. You're yeah. not the first one, no. No. But I, and I was wondering how in the name of Jane would, would one rooster go down 250 <laughs> hens? <laughs> no, Daisy, he'd be, he'd be a happy rooster. He'd be well worn out anyway. So, no. so you don't incubate your own, guys and girls. So all of all of your are hens. They're all all, all 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 females. Yeah, if you get a any, majority of chickens between sixteen and twenty weeks old, they'll start laying their own eggs themselves without a rooster. And if right, if you were incubating your own, uh, your own mm -hmm. hens, and yeah. you had out of ten, you had six roosters. Yeah. What do you do with them then? Um, well, I don't, I don't, I, I've never actually incubated my own. I've always just bought the hens in, but I, I don't know what people might do with them. A lot of people I know, maybe the bigger farms and that, but I don't want to know really what they do with them. But no, um, people don't like having would roosters. Them, like, would they, would they sell them? Would they go around the market and people, people would buy a rooster? It's very, very hard to sell roosters. There's so many for sale everywhere, done deal, etc. Like, it's, it's hard. There is a lot more meat in a rooster. Like, you'd, you'd, you'd eat a rooster a lot quicker than eat a hen because right. there isn't that much meat on it, say a hen or a laying hen, but a rooster would be lovely to eat. So say if you put it up in a couple of roosters and done deals, people might come and actually just take them for eating. That's where they'd kind of go, you know. Plus with roosters, 
people can only really keep one because roosters fight and someone can fight to the death like they're just very um territorial you know so one rooster is enough plus obviously the crow but um it's not very interesting yeah and i another tip for a while like some people have a big rooster and they might only have two or three hens like that rooster can do a lot of damage to them two or three hens because he's always going to be at them they say kind of one rooster for every 10, 12 hens is enough, you know, because right, roosters... They're, 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 they're fairly... Yeah, roosters are Andy fuckers, or feckers. Right, don't need any Viagra to be keeping going, they'll go at all day. They long, don't. Yeah. Well, if you have a rooster around my area, you'll need some Viagra, because with the amount of girls there, and if you need a bucket load of Viagra, but look, <laughs> we won't go there. So. Imagine a rooster coming into your garden and looking around, Jesus, man. Uh, just, like just, 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 this is heaven, that's, this is heaven, that's what you'll be thinking. Do, do you remember the song, uh, I had a rooster come into our yard. Remember that song? I do, I think, yeah. yeah. And what? then the, the last rooster was, was awfully gay. And actually what I'll do is just here, though, I might just play that, play that verse of that song. Here we go. go. Give it a go. We had this rooster. He turned awfully gay. We had this rooster. He turned awfully gay My wife said, honey, honey. It sure ain't funny <laughs> We're losing money He's awfully gay But then a chicken Came into our yard he caught that rooster right off of his guard. He's laying hands now like he never used to. Ever since that chicken came into our yard. Ever since that rooster came into our yard. So you could be unlucky with a rooster as well, you know, they might be interested in that. Well, you could be. <laughs> yeah, look, look, you wouldn't know what way the rooster be swinging, yeah. Let's move on to your TikTok. Mm-hmm. Where did your TikTok all start from? Oh, God, where did that start? That the, well, I've, I've already, I set up the Sacrifice Eggs on Instagram and a lot of people were enjoying me posts, etc. And some people are saying you should go on TikTok and I say, no, not a hope, I don't know, no interest. But anyway, I set up a few videos and one thing led to, led to another, to basically... Oh, getting a lot of viral videos over kind of a short space of time, kind of over a year. Um, there's a lot of interest in a lot of my videos, and I think I've got like over, I think I've like 12 viral videos there. There's two or three or four with over a million views, there's a few over four and five million views, so things just kind of took off on TikTok. It's a good way for me to promote um, me little, again, it's only a hobby, this is no way like a big massive egg farm, there's only there's 246 hens, exactly, so it's a good way to Good way to kind of promote that and um, create stuff with the hens. Look, I just got into kind of creating different things. I, I was looking at some, looking at some of your videos. Like some of them are just amazing what you can do. Describe some of your like. They go into different shapes. You can spell out names. They follow you. There's just yeah. brilliant interaction you have with them. Describe some of the videos. Yeah, if you, if you have a look at my page, you'll see I have, I've, I do kind of say, as you say, say, there's a lot of heart shapes. So when people ask the question, how do you get the chickens to form the formation of a heart? So I'm a bit of a perfectionist, so I like to get things. If there's one chicken not in the right spot, like I won't be happy with the picture. So basically I put the feed in the shape of the heart. 
and let the chickens out and they'll come to the feed and I take the picture or whatever. And then that kind of led, one heart got me a lot of a lot of attention kind and that just got the mind spinning and then led me into writing different words, writing different names. So for instance, the girl was our brother's birthday. She just texted me privately asking could I just write the word, his, thank God his name was Leo and not, she didn't, Leo, have, yeah. she didn't want me to write Leonardo or something. So I wrote Leo, L-E-O. In the shape, and but the little fellow I think was only thirteen or fourteen, and he was absolutely delighted that these chickens were spelling out his name. It was nice yeah. to do something like that, and then led to kind of other different words. Like Halloween came, I wrote the word spooky, which is probably one of my hardest words. The six letters, letters to get the chickens in or the correct formation. That kind of took a while, and again different words like love, mom, dad, just different different things like that. So different types of hard. For anybody listening, I advise you just get on to Beck and Fresh Eggs on Instagram or TikTok and have a look at some of Brendan's videos. They're absolutely amazing. Like one, you spell out, we, in different uh, clips, we will win this war. Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was so all to do. Let's that. Let's yeah. to the chicken war. That was all to do with, uh, yeah, a whole chicken war that kicked off last year. So unofficially, I was announced winner of a worldwide chicken war which kicked off kind of at the end of May. So if you're on TikTok and follow that, it, it, TikTok went crazy with this chicken war for kind of, it's been around a month. And um, the challenge was set to me to, to join this chicken war. So I accepted the challenge or whatever, and I don't like losing. So I had to come up with a plan to try and win this worldwide chicken war out of thousands of entries. And I don't know, do you reckon at the end of it, at hundreds of millions of people actually between across TikTok, Instagram, YouTube saw me in the, in me field with the hens but uh, it all kind of got started off with just with this one guy on TikTok Dylan Beesjack was his name he kind of he set off a I don't know what you were calling it a neg eruption on social media that was at the end of the May he basically, he basically was saying put a video up of himself saying uh, come on take on take on my chickens which provoked kind of another guy to challenge him which led to kind of a, a domino effect of thousands of farmers all got together bragging about their flocks and who would actually win so uh, yeah again me be not been not not liking to lose come up with a one i put up a few videos a few videos first kind of a different things with the hands of me different kind of war outfits and did me i'd mean ninja tricks i was calling them me doing t- different funny things in the field and each one of them kind of went viral but then when it came towards the end of it um i won this i wrote out we will win this war with the hens and then i put a whole uh just kind of a compilation of me with the chickens and war, war kind of team, things in a friendly way. Uh, oh God, with the Braveheart team music, and that went totally viral. That got like four and a half million views. It got over, it was over 10,000 comments kind of saying, well done, this was amazing, you made my day. Nice comments, lovely comments saying, yeah, cheered up, this yeah. is just the best thing ever, which gives me a bit of a boost knowing that I can make people laugh and people are actually interested in what I was doing. So like to get 10 people to come, 10,000 people to comment on just the post you made is it, good, you know, and to get over one, it's like 1.2 million likes on it as well, at 4.5 views means it's very, very popular and viral. So look, that was good to get. And you're a world champion, though. You're a world, world champion, world champion yeah. And this, this, all, every, every side of the world entered in this from Hawaii to New Zealand to South Africa, those people worldwide put in their videos and look, I, I declared victorious for, for that video, apparently won it for me. So all a bit of fun, all a big skit about this chicken war. There's enough. Yeah, to this. Um, the, the one video I was looking at has over 4 million views on TikTok is the one where you have little chicks and they're in army tanks and they're... Yeah, yeah, that's actually the video um I was talking about and people... Oh, thought, sorry, yeah. yeah. no, that was the one that actually won it for me. So I was calling them the ninja tricks. So if you look at it, I got a ninja air fryer and I put the eggs in the air fryer and opened yeah. it out. And then you have I had six little chicks obviously pop out the air fryer. So we kind of went on from that. 
So I had I had to go on and use me me, me picking cap to see what I'm going to do. So into Mr. Price with me to buy these little army tanks and try and get four little tricks to sit into these army tanks. So we end up a little bit of salad here and there, kind of help as well, <laughs> without, without hurting the thickens in any way. So course, look, yeah. all a bit of fun, but you have to think outside the box and make things funny and that, you know, for people to keep them interested. So look, it's all, it's all a great I, laugh. Brendan, if I was a chicken, I, I, I'd like to be living with you because I think they have great fun, these chickens. Oh, it's been great. Oh, the crackers be nighty. There's no well messy. <laughs> No, and then you put them to sleep. Is it when you put a chicken to sleep? Yes, yeah, that was that was no, that was an old trick. Me nana would have taught me. Used to do it the whole time. The head under the wing and sing Rockaway Baby to them with a the little fake side to side, and they'll go down, they'll sit, and they'll sleep. Yeah, all, there's, all, there's, there's, there's a dangerous side of it as well, Brendan. I just see a little sly guy coming up to your garden every now and then. The old fox. Oh, Mr. Fox, yeah. Well, he's he's famous as well in, in my page. Um, again, if you go on to it, there's actually, you couldn't believe it. I was live on TikTok. Me standing on the on the roof of the shed. And I wrote the word will in perfect. I had it perfect. And I was live on TikTok showing people the way I do it. And lo and behold, the fox jumps out of the hedge and uh, literally scatters my whole word. And, and I'm literally on top of the roof roaring. I don't know what, if you listen, I use some very bad language. Now I call them this and I call them that. But thankfully he stopped when he saw me and heard me roaring. Because I roared. I think the neighbours are, are looking up. What's going on with this fella? Roaring. Yeah. You, you, you read B-A-S-T-A-R-D at the top of my voice. Because I couldn't get down because of a three metre drop. And I nearly, I nearly jumped off and Van fell off the roof at the same time. But thankfully he didn't get any chickens and he ran off. But, uh, How did he not get it? He must have been. He wasn't a very good fox. He no, he wasn't. No, because I, there's a lot. There's I've so many videos with this fox on my page as well. With the chickens, he came in as as a, as a cub, and I went out down the down the garden one day, and they heard the chickens were going mad, and they're all standing around this thing. And I go over, and I walk like five meters away. You'll see the video, and lo and behold, there's the fox sitting right in front of you. I'm like, oh my god! But thankfully, he just wasn't fully growing up to realize what to do. There was that amount of chickens in front of him. That he didn't know where he was. He, he kind of, the fox kind of panicked his way. And I watched it with my own eyes. The chickens escorted that fox off the, off the, out of the garden and down into the ditch. They followed the fox away. The whole lot of them came after him. And I'm sorry he didn't that, get that on video, but it was amazing to watch. The chickens held their ground and escorted that fox out of the garden. Oh, stuck together. It, it sort of reminds me when I used to go to discos years ago, there'd be loads of, there'd be loads of, um, Hendrum, but I, <laughs> I frightened me away. I'd say that. I'd say I'd say they'd play off and see you coming, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I see where you're 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 tagged there by the the, the British Hen Welfare Trust. Yeah, the, that was them. them. And I I followed a page and they were on to me just about. I done it for one of my pictures. Um, I done a. A lovely love heart at the end of my bridge and you're fascinated by the picture so they wanted to post that picture on their page it's basically 200 chickens for me in a perfect shape for love heart with a bit of sunset in the background so they love that picture and that's why i keep in touch with them they do a lot of great work kind of rehoming hens and stuff like that so that's kind of their their game they're all always looking for people just to take on hens and take what's the lifespan of a hen uh, God, the average hen will live, I think the average age of a hen is about seven years. Right. So, but looking fortunately in the same age, a lot of them won't see past kind of two years, a year and a half. But, um, can, we talk, can we talk about your little helper there? No, Who's Hazel, yeah. Helper? Hazel, Hazel, Hazel yeah. and her hens. Hazel's my little daughter. She's uh, she's two and a half now, but she's literally been in the thick of it with me. Again, if you go onto your page, you'll see so many videos of her cuddling and kissing chickens. Yeah. But uh, she's growing up with them. Down in the middle of them, God love her, only starting to walk and horse. 
in the middle of a couple of hundred hens and no fear whatsoever. She'll go walk into the middle of the coop, the wellies on, and they're trying to pick her wellies and fingers and she's in rooting around and looking for eggs and not a bother on her. There's some, some people, to me, mom won't go in herself, like, into yeah. the shed. A lot of people wouldn't because it's like you open the door, there's a lot of chickens in the one spot just when they're inside, you know. But no bother her in and loves it. Daddy egg, daddy yeah. found another egg, daddy. Look, she's great. So she's growing up with it and now she's starting to help me pack the eggs the whole lot. So it's great for her growing up as a child. Just to be yeah, she's lovely the girl and, and she's just natural around them and I suppose when you grow up with something like that you just that's the way it is and she has no fear of those chickens yeah. They, uh, same with her that yeah the, the, no fear at all as I said to anyone in the area they're more than welcome down with their children and have a look at the hens and feed them or whatever but like a couple of the kids look in the gate and they, they run the other way you know it's just yeah. it's, she's grown up with them and used to them and there's no bother at all she loves them you know yeah, they're, they're kind of they're her pets beautiful, beautiful little girl is right yeah, a real natural way with them I saw another video there Brendan where was a robin sitting on your head. How did that video come about? <laughs> yeah, the robin, that was, yeah, that was crazy to actually get that. Me loving birds, obviously, we're working at a job down in Sea Point and end up feeding this little robin over time, kind of, and he got very friendly. And lo and behold, one morning, he decides to just sit on my head. And me always having the phone kind of ready for an opportunity like this to take a video. I had the phone set straight away and got just to take a selfie and walk around with the robin actually sitting on my head. So that actually happened a few times. So I got a few, few videos like that and stuck them up on TikTok, etc. So... A lot of people are interested. A lot of people, there's a lot of videos going around of people just trying to get the Robin D out of their hand or whatever. But to get him to sit to my head was kind of, was kind of special in its own way, you know. Oh, it's unbelievable. I was looking at it, I couldn't believe it. I thought maybe it was special effects or something I was looking at. And he was just sitting there happy at your head. Yeah, no, sitting not a bother. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people think a lot of me stuff are actually just there, you say it, or special effects or whatever, like, but it, it's not, no, they're all 100% genuine and real. You know, people are thinking I'm cropping ch chickens into certain videos or shapes or words, but no, not like that at all. And there was another great one I was looking at now, and uh, coming from Longford, this really, you know, was brilliant. It was a, it was a hen sitting on the dash of your car, and he was listening to Declan and Ernie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that was Peggy. Peggy used to come on egg delivery. So there, when I first kind of started, I used to do a few egg deliveries just in the in the local area, whatever. So Peggy be up in the dashboard there, come round with me. So again, the kids. When I was reading about when I when I was reading about Peggy, you said that Peggy does stay at home, and, and when you're at work, Peggy had mind. The, I always thought that Peggy was your mother, but apparently no oh, Peggy is that head. Jesus, please, Jesus, no, no, Peggy's the chief hen. Peggy's the hen I've had from the start. So no, Peggy's the number one. She looks after everyone. No, definitely not my mum. My mum's lean, but look, I'll tell her you're calling her Peggy. She might, she mightn't mind. <laughs> How are the folks? Are they all right? Yeah, mum and dad are grand. Not a bother on them. Um, dad, dad, dad helps me out a lot. In fairness to him, you know, he he does he looks after Donsty Box here, kind of. Or one of dance, yeah. one one of dance boxes, so he does. And look, if there's a good good clean out needed at a coop, which there's a lot of work obviously in chickens and a lot of chicken shit that has to that has to go. Yeah. He's he's a great man with a shovel. He's seventy three and he'd work like a horse still. I don't know how he does it. Once he gets a few yeah. a few points on a Saturday and a Wednesday, that gives him the drive to, to work hard all week if he can do it. And now he's retired, but look, he helps me and, and he seems to love it as well. You know. So he'll he'll, he'll shovel any amount of hen shite for a few points. He's Saturday he's the, the best best lad I've seen a shoveling shite. I know. I don't need to dig her up there. Just <laughs> throw me dad in there and promise him a few points. He'll go he'll go at it hard. <laughs> so. <laughs> And oh. I want to know before we get into your other passion. I want to, this question has to be answered. Like, why? Why did the chicken cross the road, Brendan? Oh, Jesus! Don't get me started. Um, <laughs> why did the chicken cross? Well, there's a few answers for this. Few answers for these, so I can give you a couple of them really quick. So, well, I suppose yeah. the main one would be would be to get to the other side faster. Yeah. Um, 
there's another one way to the second cross the road. No one knows, but the road will have its vengeance. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I learned that, that. I learned that the hard way as well with having a few chickens. Just keep them away from a road because it doesn't work. Uh, uh, what do you call a chicken crossing the road? Poultry in motion. <laughs> why? Oh, no. Why did the turkey cross the road to prove he wasn't a chicken? <laughs> then does it? Or does it? Does it have them? Why did the cow cross the road to get to the other side? <laughs> God, I'll give you one. <laughs> Why did the rooster cross the road? He'd, he'd, he had something to cock a doodle do. Then another one. If you're an Adal fan, why did the why did Adal cross the road? Say hello from the other side. Well, look, we'll 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 we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, does, I get asked that question the whole time, so I have plenty of them. Very good. And we just we, we've been chatting for so long here now. It's unbelievable that the time is flying by. Yeah. Um, you're, you have another passion. Skiing is a passion of yours as well, Brendan. Yeah, skiing. love me skiing, absolutely adore me skiing, um, go a couple of times every year, so again, something I throw up my TikTok page, uh, so I kind of, I try. I like to mix it up a little bit if I can, just to get away from chickens maybe, so if I am skiing, we go to Austria a lot, and I'll have my phone with me, and I could be down, I'm, I've, I've been experienced enough kind of skier, so look, if people want to view the Alps and the scenery, and I'll be skiing, holding the phone, and I could be going down any slopes, it wouldn't really matter, and you'd basically get the, the feel for kind of skiing, so do a few videos on TikTok, and that like those kind of funny videos if I can and a lot of falls where, and stuff where, like that. Where do you ski? Where do you go? Where do usually, you play usually go to Austria, a place called Meyerhofen or Salbach. They'd be two of the main places. Go now yeah. again in February. So if you're tuning into Feck and Fresh Eggs, there'll be a few live videos of me skiing. And sometimes now you could have a few few or a good few points in you. So look, you might get a bit of a laugh. But no, it's just a passion I have a skiing. It's just something I absolutely adore doing. And I reckon... I watch one I'd re of your videos uh, and you're, you're holding the phone. How can you hold the phone while you're skiing down the slope at high speed? Yeah, it's, it's tricky. It's, you have to be, you have to know what you're at in fairness and you're only allowed five points and not ten when you're doing it. But uh, no, it's just, just, something, just something I've got used to and I do it and people seem to enjoy the video. So I just I just, I just do it for the, for the bit of a laugh. Bear in mind... You don't have to hold the stick in these I, hands. Like. I'm, a raw, I'm a raw as fuck. I literally hold it in one hand, my phone, and my two holes in the other hand and we thought my fingers to be blue by the time we get to the bottom because it could be going on like for 15 minutes there and I'm just me raw hand and you're going to speed down a mountain and it could be minus 10 like you know so it gets fairly nippy so look <laughs> that's just something I do anyway but apparently you need to get a pair of these I think they're called haptic gloves where you can wear the gloves but you can still touch your screen on the phone so I should have asked Auntie to get me a pair of them but I might organise one of them but yeah no I love skiing as well yeah it's a great passion to have it's right yeah mm -hmm. I never went skiing it's, 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 it's... Well, a lot of Irish people head over to the slopes, don't they? Yeah, a lot of Irish. If you go over, you'll always meet Irish over there. No, it's one hell of a holiday. No, it's the total opposite of a sun holiday. And I can't. I went first time when I was 20. And I think I've went every year since, you know. So I'm 40 now. So it just absolutely adore. Just the whole adrenaline rush. And then you have a few points up the mountain. And you're with your mates or family or whoever. And you're, you're skiing around. Like, and the views are absolutely phenomenal. Just, it's just a brilliant rush and a brilliant thing. You're not like... Look, people like going sitting on the beach. I'm not really a sun guy. I don't really like lying around. I like to be on the go. It's do this you know and with skiing is you can start and just flat as the flat as the slopes to end up you're always learning each year from goes from blue to red to black slope with deepest and you can start doing little jumps and then you can go off piste which is in between trees and stuff as well so it's you're constantly learning but highly recommend it's the best holiday ever you know what you should try brendan i've seen you trying the world record attempt at holding a, a <laughs> eggs in one hand I how did. many did you get in one hand i did i got 22 eggs in one hand that was i just posted that there a few days ago so yeah people did you, you, ever, try, did you ever think of trying that while you're skiing 
in 22 uh, eggs in one hand, a phone in the other. Well, surely the, world record attempt right there. I, I don't want to be a, a total internet sensation now, if we can do that now. But it's not a bad <laughs> idea. I, I, I like these ideas. I'm always thinking now, it could be something. Don't tempt me. You could, you, you could see me now in three weeks back in with a heap of eggs in my hand and me, me scrambled legs in the side of the Alps. So look. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant! It's, it's looking, we're we're coming to the end of it now, Brendan. Um, yeah. The end of the interview here. It's been a, just a trail and a laugh a minute for the last whatever length of time we've been talking here. But you're, you're yeah, I've, I've no idea how, how long we're talking. We're talking a while, anyway. Anyway, does it? Yeah, time flies when you're having fun as well. Anything else? Anything we missed out on there, Brendan, or anything that you you want to add before we we sign um, off? Jesus. I don't know if really no. I suppose a lot of people are a lot of people are interested in chickens and, and they might get a bit of interest. I know coming up now to spring and that people right you might hear this and see, see some chicken post and that. Oh, and they're thinking maybe we'll get a few chickens. I'd highly recommend if you're a family in the town or if you have any sort of a garden at all, three or four hens there or two or three even. I'd always recommend getting never get one hen because they're they're they like a companion. So I'd get three and uh, three or four set up a little coop in the corner and especially if you have children there's nothing better than going out every morning and getting your own fresh egg and bringing it in posting it boiling it or whatever they are easy to maintain and keep when you've only got two or three so if you haven't got chickens guys get a, get a couple Mayor is, is, is Brendan Fanning or Billy as you're known down there I think locally you're known as Billy uh, everyone's Brendan always Fanning, been... are you a celebrity in Terman Fex? <sighs> a celebrity I don't know what I am I've been called a lot but I'm not a celebrity um, a few, you, a few names lately how many followers have you on TikTok? Um, we're up to I think around 40,000 there on TikTok so. they're huge numbers like. it's a lot it's a lot to spell yeah if you said to me say last year like just with a few chickens how the hell are you going to get 40,000 followers on a TikTok, but look, I'm stubborn and, and I like to do things right. So look, we're, we're getting somewhere. And you're doing it all right, in fairness, yeah. And, and I, I really appreciate you coming on to my podcast. It's been a great chat. It's been a different chat. It's been been hugely interesting and very entertaining. Well, that's good, uh, Jimmy. No, yeah, it's brilliant. And anybody, as I say, if you're listening to this wherever you're listening to, it, just pop on your Instagram or your TikTok or just Google Beckon Fresh Eggs. Yeah, we're there. We're on Facebook as well. So we either or yeah, we're there. And look, thank you yeah. for the opportunity to have the chat and that, and best luck with that yourself we didn't get to ask you much questions there because i was talking about yourself right. but look you're all right you've you've more interesting story than i have and i don't know about hazel, that. And yeah. hazel for me and uh, we look forward to many 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 more videos from feckin fresh eggs brendan thanks a million for joining us thanks on the jimmy jess podcast thanks a million jimmy take care bye bye that interview with brendan fanning it was feckin marvelous if i do say so myself Ah, really entertaining. And, uh, thanks, Brendan, again. Just a couple of bits before I wrap up. I just want to send all the best wishes to the one and only Jurgen Klopp, who has announced that at the end of this season, he will be taking a break and resting from management because he's run out of energy. After nine years of managing Liverpool, he has run out of energy. Alex Ferguson spent 27 years at Man United and won 13 titles. Uh, and eventually he ran out of energy too. But best of luck to Jurgen Klopp. I may... Sympathies to all those Liverpool supporters who um, are going through a tough time at the minute. It's great to see the National Football League up and running this weekend. It was some great results. We saw the, a repeat of both of last year's All-Ireland semi-finals. And the results were reversed where Derry got the better of Kerry. And Monaghan got the better of Dublin. And amazingly, the three Glen players playing for Derry. Six days after winning an All-Ireland Cup final. So kudos to them. Many people have questioned Mickey Hart's decision to ask them to play, but look, at they played, and they played well, and they beat the boys from Kerry. Apart from that, I don't think there's anything else that I can report on this week. It's been a very interesting interview with 
second fresh eggs, Brendan Fanning. Um, hopefully next week we'll have something more exciting. I've yet to decide. I decide week on week what we're going to bring you. I may bring you another interview and it may be just general ramblings and chat. But thanks so much to everybody who's been tuning in. It's really been overwhelming for me and I'm delighted. It was a bit of a punch just to start up a podcast, but people are listening and I'm delighted with that. Any suggestions, any feedback that you want to give me, you can message me anywhere on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, all my social media, on YouTube, anywhere. But for now, um, this is Dean, Jimmy Connell on the Jimmy Jets podcast. And until next time, I just want to say to everybody, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. Good luck.